Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Symantec, a global leader in infrastructure software, enabling businesses and consumers to have confidence in a connected world. I'm your studio host, Wendell Davis, and today's podcast is going to focus on the Volume 2 release of the Symantec IT Risk Management Report, which has just been released. Joining me by phone from our Symantec office in the UK to provide an overview of the report are Darren Thompson, Senior Technical Director of the Services Product Management Team, and Jeremy Ward, Director of Services Development of the Services Product Management Team. Gentlemen, thanks for taking the time out to call in today, and welcome to the podcast. No problem, Great. Great to talk to you, Wendell. Hey, well, listen, we're happy you both could join us today. Uh, let's kick things off by having you uh, each tell us a little bit about your respective roles at Symantec. Uh, Darren, why don't we start with you? Yeah, no problem. So, uh, as you mentioned, I'm a senior technical director. I actually work within what we call our services product management organization. Uh, really, the, the, the brief of my team is, is, is to make good ideas come to life uh, and provide new and interesting consulting uh, and education services to the field within Symantec. So I also have a brief to look after globally our IT risk management program. So what we've done in the last couple of years is we've really, again, um, breathed life into the topic of IT risk management by developing intellectual property, consulting service offerings, education service offerings, uh, and artifacts just like the report that we're, we're talking about here today. And Jeremy Ward, why don't you tell us a little bit about your role as Director of Services Development? Well, I uh, um, I work with Darren, so um, you know that's hard luck for Darren. But uh, my my role is is very much complementary to to that of Darren. He his uh, speciality is really on the, the sort of availability and uh, operation side of the business, and I I come more from the information security side of the house. Um, so uh, at some time during my time in Symantec, I've, I've almost been paid by Symantec to think great thoughts, but generally to, to think about how uh, our products and services can be best, better put together, um, put together in, in, in new and innovative ways to help our customers to, to understand, uh, particularly around their information security risk management, how they can do that better, uh, how they can... Uh, improve their uh, information security throughout their organization. So uh, I work with Darren uh, in the same sort of area as he does in developing these these things for our uh, services team uh, across uh, across the world. Excellent. Well, listen, why don't we go ahead and jump right in. Uh, Jeremy, why don't you give us a little bit of background about the report first? Um, how did it come about? And tell us why it's important to Symantec and their customers. Right. Well, um, the IT Risk Management Report, as you said, Wendell, this is the second volume. So we had the first one last year. In February last year, we launched it at uh, the uh, RSA event in uh, San Francisco. Um, We're launching this one in in January this year. Um, And really, it came about because what we're trying to do is to uh, help our customers to understand what this relatively new subject, IT Risk Management, um, means what it's all about, and we really wanted to find out, um, you know, not just give people what we know and what we think, but actually find out from customers what they think, uh, what is important to them on the subject of IT risk management, uh, how they believe um, they're managing it at the moment, and um, see how we can perhaps give them some help and assistance to manage it better. So. 
Uh, we think this whole subject is, is, is really important because IT is obviously now absolutely vital to any organization. doesn't matter what sort of job you're doing. Your IT systems, the information they contain, are going to be absolutely vital to you. So the managing of the risk to those IT systems is going to be absolutely critical to your business as a whole. And we think that's why the whole question of IT risk management is something that, that we want to help customers with, we want to emphasize, and we think customers should should be paying attention to this subject. So that's why the report came about, to explore this whole subject, explore what people are thinking about it, explore how they think they're managing it, and to have a look at how they could possibly start uh, perhaps doing it a bit better. Now, Jeremy, this is a very detailed report too. Can you spend a moment and talk about how some of the report data was collected? Sure, yeah. I mean, the, the, the report uh, is really based on um, survey data uh, we've been collecting survey data now for, for a couple of years. Um, this report is based on the survey data collected over the last year, the past year over 2006. Um, it's, uh, it's a fairly, uh, the survey itself is, is a fairly detailed survey um, that we, we've given to customers. We think it's very important that, that, that when, we, when we give it to people, that they that they sort of complete it. It's not the sort of thing that you do online where you 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 may sort of pick it up and then drop it and and perhaps you don't think about it. But we think it's very important to to, to give it to people in the flesh, as it were, so that they they actually have it in front of them and and you know they can ask questions of us when we give it to them. It takes about I don't know about uh, 20 minutes, half an hour to complete the the, the questionnaire. Um, and uh, as I say, we, we've been doing this. We've, we've uh, given the questionnaire um, uh, across the world to about 405 um, different organizations, people in different organizations. Um, a lot of them will be semantic customers, but they're not necessarily semantic customers. So uh, that's the data that we've used. and. Um, from that and analyze that. But we've also brought in some other interesting data into the report um, from some other uh, work that we've been, we've been doing with um, MIT on some um, actual real uh, incidents that, uh, that Symantec's been looking at. So we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, later. But as I say, the bulk of the data for the survey, for uh, the report, I beg your pardon, was collected from, from this uh, it's what we call the benchmark survey. So, Darren, I'll throw the next question out to you. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about the target um, audience when compiling the data and, and talk a little bit more about the cross-section of customers uh, that you spoke with in, in compiling this information? Well, it, was, it was very important that we, we, wherever possible, get a good cross-section uh, of customer types, vertical markets. Uh, roles, etc. Uh, in fact, one of the I think one of the the, uh, the great uh, leaps that we've made in terms of this year's report from last year's is this is much more of a global report now. Um, last year's report was quite US centric, just just by nature of where where the benchmark surveys happened to be carried out in that particular year. Uh, this year, there's a good spread of uh, you know geographic uh, participation um, in the report. So. Um, around 55% um, of our participants in this year's survey were from, from North America. Um, but, but again, there was a good spread then across Europe, uh, Middle East and Africa, and also the Asia-Pacific region as well. 
Uh, in, in terms of the individuals approached, um, they're quite evenly spread um, from sort of IT executives, IT directors, across to IT managers, and, and then um, uh, about 70% of the, the participants were just IT professionals. So, so they would, you know, they would be um, database administrators, for example, data, um, uh, Unix administrators, etc. So, so again, with good, good coverage across the, the regions, uh, good coverage across the roles within organisations. And then also, we, we've, we've uh, as an organisation, we deal with just about every vertical market that there is out there across uh, both the public and the private sector. And so, again, there's a very good spread in this year's uh, survey. Um, there, were, there were a total of 405 participants in this year's survey. And again, a very good spread uh, in there across all of the various verticals that we operate in. Now, the report does an excellent job of outlining some of the general trends. Uh, what were some of the themes of the report this year, and what made you focus on those things specifically? We definitely found what we try and do with this report is we, we wherever possible, try and couple our findings that have come back from the, uh, the survey participants with what we're actually seeing out there in projects uh, with, with our customers uh, in, in partnerships with, uh, with various people as well. And this year, we uh, there was there were definitely some common themes coming through the the initiative report. We've we've entitled IT myths. So so we think there are uh, a number of myths surrounding the IT risk management topic right now uh, that, that frankly need to be shattered, um, and and people really need to break through in order to make good progress in this area. So this year's report is broken into four main parts, uh, which are which each contain um, an IT risk management myth. Uh, the first of those myths is around IT risk management equaling security. So we talked to a lot of organisations, um, and certainly this was, this was more the case last year than this year, but a lot of organisations equate IT risk management to meaning IT security. And it's Symantec's belief, and has been Symantec's belief for some time now, that IT risk management is about an awful lot more than just security. We actually categorise IT risks as falling into four categories, one of which is security, the other three of which are compliance, performance, and availability. So we think unless you're focused on all four of those risk categories, there is a danger that something's going to slip through the net and there's going to be a vulnerability that you're not aware of that exposes you and, and creates a, an event that would have an adverse effect on your business. So the first myth in our report this year is about IT risk management not being simply equal to security but being bigger than that. The findings in this year's report are very encouraging, actually, in the... Um, Far more than last year, we're seeing people take a very balanced view of IT risk across those four categories that I mentioned. So, whereas last year, in last year's reports, when we asked, you know, what were people most concerned about, the the resounding answer was definitely security. You know, security came back um, in almost every case as being the priority. This year, we're seeing a much more even spread across security, performance, availability, and compliance. The the second myth that we focus on is around IT risk management as a project. Um, so, so we do not believe that the right way forward to manage IT risk effectively is simply to um, you know, create a knee-jerk reaction from an event, spawn a project, um, you know, focus that project on mitigating a particular risk, and then walking away. We believe that there will need to be projects that do exactly that, but they need to be governed by an overarching program for IT risk. And the important differentiation there is, is between project and program. We believe that a program... Uh, or certainly an IT risk management program needs to be continuous and iterative. So it never goes away. It's probably owned by a senior executive, probably sitting on the board of directors. That 
program will govern an IT risk management strategy uh, and, and will then push down whatever appropriate policies and procedures are necessary uh, to, to mitigate risk effectively. And it will spawn IT risk management projects, which in themselves will, will come and go, um, but they're, they're will, each of those projects will be well aligned uh, and, 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 uh, and aligned to an IT risk management strategy, generally speaking. The other benefit there, of course, is those projects can then start to make use of one another's progress. and We can start to get some economies of scale for example, between a compliance project maybe and a security project, whereas uh, very often we see those being uh, being acted out in a kind of siloed way. The, the third myth is around technology mitigating IT risk. So as much of much as Symantec believe they have you know the best technology in the world to help to mitigate IT risk, we don't believe that technology alone is going to solve the problem. Uh, we really believe that the root cause of a lot of the events that occur uh, that again adversely affect people's businesses are caused by a lack of process uh, and, and very often human error or a lack of skills. And so, again, our findings in this year's report really bear that out. And we, we see from some of the statistics in the report, again, the root, the root cause of a lot of incidents is around process and people. And then the last myth that we're, we're attempting to dispel with, with the report this year is that IT risk management is currently a science. And you can, you can buy the book, which would act as the, the silver bullet to solve all of your IT risk management problems. That, that simply isn't true. We think IT risk management is an emerging discipline. We, we think it's got some ways to go yet before it's fully matured. It's going to be a number of years before we see you know, a, a fully matured um, model for an IT risk management program, for example. Um, Symantec are doing all they can from both a technology perspective and in developing IP to help people to develop IT risk management programs. But there is no silver bullet right now. The, the right thing to do is to take a very comprehensive, um, holistic view of IT risk, assess the risks that exist in your business, uh, perhaps using expertise from, from a third party, if, if that's appropriate, um, and really just finding the low-hanging fruit, the biggest risks that are out there, uh, mitigating those risks, and, and, and using that to get the, the, the snowball rolling, if you like, and get this concept of an IT risk management started. Now, we're going to spend a little more time talking about those four myths here in just a little bit. Uh, but before we do that, Jeremy, let me ask you this. Have things changed a lot since the last report in January of 2007? Yeah, well, that's, um, that's very interesting. I mean, the first thing to say is that, um, that the, the, the survey data that this survey was based on was not entirely the same as the, the, the survey data that we, we based um, last year's on. Um, mainly because we've actually added a few more questions because uh, we wanted to find out about a few of the things that are, are troubling uh, customers in the IT risk management space um, that uh, we weren't actually uh, exploring in the in the last uh, risk management report. Um, these are things like, for instance, uh, data leakage. That's that's a really big and important uh, issue that's. Uh, that's of concern to people. Uh, another one would be things like um, zero-day uh, attacks, which have really come to the, which really came to the fore in in, in the last year. Um, but uh, one of the things I think you know that one one should say uh, right at the top is that there's actually a pretty good degree of consistency uh, between the two. Um, uh, Type lots of survey data between last year's and, and this year's in terms of, uh, you know, people's general and overall perceptions and uh, people's overall management. But there were some very interesting differences. Um, 
and the, the significant changes that I think I can point to is uh, which may which may indicate some of the things that are happening in the IT risk management space are. Um, first of all, there was a decline actually in uh, people's perception in, in how well they're managing their network protocol and host security, which is very interesting because that that really is um, or was uh, at any rate last year the the, the, the most highly rated of, of the control areas. And there's also been a decline in people's perception of how well they're managing their physical and environmental security. Um, again, you know, another very highly rated control. Um, interesting to speculate about what the, the, the reason for this is. Um, it may be that, that, that people are actually looking at, at other controls and other control areas and perhaps they're... Uh, uh, they've not been concentrating so much in, in, in those two areas, that may in fact be a good thing because it, it may indicate that people are taking a, a more holistic um, uh, approach. Uh, what is worrying, I think, is that we, we, we did see a decline in data lifecycle management. Uh, data lifecycle management is, is a really important area for, for any organization that is uh, dependent, obviously, on its data, particularly in relation to uh, to its compliance requirements. So a decline in, in data lifecycle management uh, capability is is something which, which might be a little uh, uh, concerning. Uh, however, there were some improvements. So uh, we saw, um, interestingly, an improvement in secure systems build and deployment, and uh, perhaps coupled to that, uh, an improvement in secure application development. So it may be that, that, that people are thinking about the root causes for, for some of the um, for some of the issues that they, they they've had in uh, uh, managing the risk of their IT systems, and they've they've actually perhaps begun to to think about well, you know, if we get things right from the beginning in terms of build and deployment, if we get things right from the beginning in terms of application development, then uh, we we might be able to, to manage our IT risk a little bit more effectively further down the line. So that's, that's just a, a few of the uh, of the changes that we've seen between the uh, between the two reports. And Darren, as a follow-up question, were there any significant new areas of IT risk that were identified and that have come to the fore since the last version of the research was conducted? There, there certainly were, Wendell. And in fact, Jeremy um, kind of half referred to, to, to one of them. So, so one of the major new areas that's, that's come to the fore in the last year is around data loss prevention. I think Jeremy described it as data, data leakage, which is a, another term that's often affiliated with uh, data loss prevention. Um, we, there, there have been a number of very high-profile events in both the US and the UK um, around people losing critical and confidential data, um, often um, resulting in huge fines or, or even worse, uh, you know, prison sentences, etc. And so this, this is this topic um, is, is coming through loud and clear in this year's research as a new area of concern um, for people. Um, the, uh, in, in the survey that we've done, 59% of uh, the participants in this year's survey actually um, expect a major data loss incident at least once every five years. Uh, and when you consider the enormity of some of those events, you know, that's, a, that's a very big number. And so we think that uh, helping people to, to manage data loss um, and, to, and to mitigate from that kind of a risk is going to be a very hot topic in, in 
through loud and clear. And I guess, uh, not surprisingly at all, really, it was around mobile devices. And so, although many organisations that we speak to have got a fairly good grasp, and I, I say a fairly good grasp because it is only fair, um, of their assets and their configurations inside the data centre, they're, they're generally doing a pretty appalling job at managing mobile devices, which, of course, in the last few years have, have uh, increased almost exponentially um, in terms of their, 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 the volumes of uh, mobile phones and iPods and, and Blackberries, etc. So, so mobile devices, the management and the security of mobile devices is, is a big concern, again, that's coming loud and clear through, through this year's report. We'd like to thank you for downloading and listening to part one of our three-part podcast on volume two of the Symantec IT Risk Management Report. You can download a full copy of the report or listen to the other two segments of our podcast by visiting www.symantec.com forward slash risk report. And for more Symantec podcasts, visit us at www.symantec.com forward slash podcast. Symantec. Confidence in a connected world.